Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Regarding ID podcast. I'm Gina Jordan. The Women in Biometrics Awards will be handed out November 15th in New York City. The five recipients will be spotlighted during the SIA Honors Night celebration alongside other security industry award winners. Our first honoree is Isabel Moeller, chief executive of the Biometrics Institute. She entered this field knowing very little about biometrics. Not at all. In fact, uh, my background is in marketing and events. And uh, this was back in 2001 when the Biometrics Institute was founded. And I so happened to know someone who was advising the Institute on starting off. And he was the one who suggested that I should apply for this position to really help basically develop a membership organization. And the very first things we had to do is build this network. And the best way to do that was through through events and marketing. So I remember, in fact, when I first applied, normally when you prepare for a job, you try and learn a bit about the organization or the industry. Well, the organization was six months old at the time, so there was very little there. And if you Googled biometric in 2001, there was very little that came up. And I guess really the reason they took me on was with my skills in uh, relationship building and running a small business and developing the governance around a membership organization. Moeller's career path in the field began at the Biometrics Institute, a place for information sharing and guidance on the responsible use of biometrics. She joined the Institute in May of 2002, when the organization had a dozen founding members. In those 15 years that I've been there now with the organization, there are 230 membership organizations. So it's been an incredible journey, obviously, in terms of the growth. I really started off with developing a small business, and and at the time it was an Australian company, into a truly global player. One of the key things initially was really to just set everything up and build the network, the contacts, arrange some meetings for the members. And then around 2006, we started expanding. We realized biometrics isn't something you only talk about in Australia, but in New Zealand, the close neighbor, and then Asia. And in 2011, we opened our office here in Europe, which is when I returned from Australia to Europe. So over the years as well, the role of the Institute has changed very much when initially it was more about people networking, getting together, sharing information, and learning from each other, we really took on much more role probably around 2011, 2012, and developing much more best practice around biometrics. So I facilitated projects around that. There was a privacy code we developed. That actually was already in 2006, seven in Australia. That was one of the first projects. But now we have other guiding material for the Institute members. And that's really all these projects that I had to lead and and push through. Now, most recently, some collaborations that we've established with international organizations like the United Nations Security Council and the International Organization for Migration. So I guess really now in these last few years, we've developed much more into being the voice of the industry. And obviously, I myself have to uh, learn and practice along the way, going on to the media and, and representing the overall views of our varied membership. So, yes, I think that's kind of been my journey, pulling it all together and growing with the organization growing. 
Moeller says her proudest accomplishment is being integral in growing the Biometrics Institute into an international company with members from 30 countries. But probably, and I always stress that, none of this would have been possible for me to lead this if I didn't have the trust and support of our board of directors and our committees and our members. For example, you know, the fact that they let me go off from Sydney to London in 2011 to start off expanding the network here, initially in a small home office in London, and to see that, you know, even since 2011, the membership has grown, well, it's doubled, basically, in, in that short period of time. But the greatest accomplishment is really probably that I somehow managed to get all these people to come along this journey and being supported by an amazing team here within our own organization, building this truly global and independent membership group. You know, a lot of things would have happened in the biometric industry without the Biometrics Institute. Imagine, for example, e-passports. No question we would have electronic passports with the biometric chip in it without the Biometrics Institute. But would people have learned as much from each other without the Biometrics Institute? That is a question that we can't really answer because obviously the Institute is, is in existence. And I think that I have been the person driving this organization along the way. That's certainly the most amazing feeling that uh, I have achieved to really connect the industry. Muller credits her passion for people and for doing the right thing as reasons for flourishing in the biometrics industry. There is a place for biometrics, but there are also places where it just doesn't really belong. And, you know, where you could ask just because we can, should we? So I think this passion I have personally for, you know, things being done the right way, the ethical way, and just working with people. The moment I leave the house and have a meeting with an existing member or a new person in the industry, that's what I thrive on. So it is a passion for a better world. And, and, you know, you need people to achieve that. The Women in Biometrics Awards program is now in its third year. The awards are presented by the Security Industry Association and SecureIDNews.com. We'll profile each of this year's winners in future podcasts. Thank you and congratulations to Isabel Muller. And thank you for joining us for this edition of the Regarding ID podcast.